The Imperium is a big place, my boy. The universe is always unleashing some new catastrophe, some marauding race. Hundreds of worlds die, but millions more prosper. It matters not. Nothing can truly hurt us here. Lord Magister Ithax Strom. Terror. Oldex. Darkness Rising by Graham McNeil Narrated by R.J. Bailey Scraps of information regarding the current activities of the Necron race are few and far between, ranging from fragmentary prophecies culled from ancient texts to the raving of madmen. Each clue is seized upon by Imperial servants and poured over incessantly until some meaning, however inconsequential, is divined. The first recorded contact with these mysterious aliens was in 897M41, on a world in the eastern fringes where the sisters of the Adeptus Sororitas had founded a fortress convent designated Sanctuary 101. Vidlogs record a furious battle between the Valiant Sisterhood and the warriors of the Necrons, but little of worth is displayed, as there appears to have been artificial disruption introduced into the recordings, and the sisters' opponents are little more than half-glimpsed, gleaming shadows. Subsequent investigations into the site of battle revealed nothing more than the mutilated corpses of the Adeptus Sororitas, eviscerated in a hideous, surgical manner. No signs of Sanctuary 101's attackers were ever found, and the Blessed Sisters' deaths remain unavenged. Amongst the growing volume of information flowing to the archives on terror regarding Necron activities, one morsel in particular has merited the attention of those placed high enough to hear it. After action reports from a company of ultramarines, under the command of Captain Uriel Ventris, speak of a creature of unimaginable power discovered in the depths of a tomb complex, completely buried beneath the surface of a world named Pavonis. This deathly spectre, slaughtered many of the brave warriors of the Adeptus Astartes before making its escape from Pavonis. Its current whereabouts are unknown. In addition, a disturbing pattern has emerged in the movements of the Tyranid Hive Fleet, Leviathan. Initial reports appeared to indicate that the Tyranids were encroaching into the galaxy from below the galactic plane, in the form of a closing moor, swallowing whole systems in their wake. However, a number of worlds within the centre of this closing moor seem to have been avoided and left unmolested, as astropathic communication in these regions has, as yet, been unaffected by what some scholars term the shadow in the warp. There appears to be no logic to their survival, and why the Tyranids should allow some worlds to survive is a mystery that surely warrants further investigation. 
Before now, Necron activities have been confined to sporadic raids, with lone outposts, isolated asteroid bases, and frontier worlds coming under attack. A plea for aid from the Tethrock Key naval base was the first indicator that events were picking up momentum when the Lux Imperator disappeared and the warship Solar's Fury was destroyed. Naval forces throughout the galaxy have recorded yet more attacks of progressively greater strength, and this has culminated in a bizarre suicidal raid by five Necron vessels, designated Shroud-class light cruisers, which somehow managed to penetrate the formidable planetary defences of the Adeptus Mechanicus homeworld of Mars. After pursuing the invaders to the Noctis Labyrinthus, a mine complex in the northern reaches of Mars, defence ships were finally able to catch the Necron vessels. Though all five were destroyed, it was only at a fearfully high cost, and one of the ships actually managed to land on the blessed red soil of Mars itself, before being vaporized. What the Necrons hoped to gain by this remains a mystery, and various vocal members of the Adeptus Mechanicus have voiced wildly differing opinions regarding the future of the mine complex, ranging from its total destruction to the enforcement of a Padisha zone. Fresh from his expedition to the dead world of Neogeddon, Magos Prime Reston Egal has proved the most strident in his cries for the site's destruction with fusion bombs and its sealing with ferrocrete. But thus far, his demands have been overruled. It is clear from the increased frequency of these reports that the growing threat of these beings must not be underestimated and that the increase in their activities must be met with greater force and resolve. You have been listening to Darkness Rising, written by Graham McNeil, narrated by R.J. Bailey. Thank you to Graham McNeil for helping attribute the right authors to their individual stories. This production like all of Oldex, is entirely unofficial and uncommercial, from an out-of-print publication, is a derivative work with all copyrights owned by Games Workshop, and is a celebration of the hobby and lore I grew up with. If you have suggestions for other old Codex fiction for me to narrate on this channel, you can comment or contact me on Twitter at RJ Bailey. Links are in the show description. You can and should follow Graham McNeil on Twitter, at Graham McNeil, and you can find his website at graham-mcneil.com.